If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. Today on Business Unusual, I'll answer your questions about business, motivation, life, or anything else on your mind. But first, how to play to your strengths and minimize your weaknesses. I had 22 jobs by the time I turned 23, and they opened my eyes wide as to what I was good at, and just as much so what I wasn't. My worst job was that as a nurse's aide. This taught me that I couldn't do math and I reversed numbers. I was working in the cancer ward of a hospital, reversing the temperature charts of every patient there, and every time somebody dropped dead, I thought I had killed them. That wasn't the job for me. My very best job was waitressing because it prepared me for the real estate sales career that I was about to go into when I was 23. I worked long hours. I was able to think on my feet when things went wrong, like dumping coffee on someone's lap. I learned to use my charm to get me where I wanted to go. And I learned that if I could be really good at what I did, I made higher tips, a prelude to earning higher commissions when I become a real estate agent. My competitor at the next counter in one of my waitressing gigs taught me the most valuable lesson on marketing. She was a blonde bombshell of a woman who was able to balance two coffee cups on each breast, two more in each hand for a total of eight. I couldn't make this stuff up. And every man in Fort Lee was waiting on the concrete steps to sit at her counter instead of mine. But I realized if I were to tie my long blonde hair and pigtails and put ribbons on the end of them to match my little red pinafore, some of the men started coming to my counter, learning that men are just as attracted to the great white virgin as they are to the blonde bombshell. That was Marketing 101. I learned through my many jobs that I was good at certain things and not good at other things. When I was building my business, I already knew what I was good at. I was great at romancing people. I was great at interviewing. I was great at recruiting, good at advertising, public relations, thrown around the bull. But I sure wasn't good at organizing the office, getting money from the bank, managing the books, figuring for cash flow, all the things essential also to a business. So that's why I hired Esther Kaplan and made her my partner. She was good at doing everything. She'd take my financial statements, go to a bank, and actually get an increase in the credit line by a few hundred thousand dollars right after I had been to the bank and begged them to increase and they wouldn't do it. She was just good at that kind of thing. And it allowed me to do all the things that I did very well, a dream partnership. So if you're going to grow a business, number one, start with what you're good at and make sure you spend most of your time doing that. And two, find the talent around you to do the stuff you're not naturally good at. That's the best formula I know for building a powerful business. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Hey, this is Mary Jean calling from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hi, Barb. I wanted to know, have you ever invested in a company on Shark Tank and then later regretted your decision, even if I guess it made you money? Thanks. Mary Jean, I've invested over 50 businesses on Shark Tank in the eight years I've been sitting in that chair. And the saddest ones that I invest money in are sometimes the ones where I make money. So why would I feel sad? Because money can change people. 
And sometimes when an entrepreneur makes a ton of money fast with my help, they forget where the help came from. So working with someone who's not grateful, working with someone who forgets what you've done for them, and working with someone who's bitter about sharing the profits is not a fun experience whatsoever. I've only had a couple of those entrepreneurs, lucky for me in the eight years I've been on Shark Tank, but I can tell you they're the least satisfying businesses out there, even though my check balance is going up. Hi, um, this is Ellen Marie from Salt Lake City. I have a product and a working website. What are some things I should do to start generating sales leads? Thanks, Barbara. If you want to generate sales leads, Ellen Marie, you've got to get out. There's no one who's going to come to you and ask, can I please buy something? No, you've got to get out there with your product and service and test it out. Test it out against so many different types of people or different businesses so that you could find the sweet spot or niche where you're going to make the most money for your business. You've got to simply get out and experiment. And I would add to that, give yourself a goal. It's nice to say I'm going to get out. Very different to say, I'm going to get out every day this week and meet five businesses. That's a goal that's going to lead you to the right place to find where your sweet spot is. Hi, I'm Denise from Boulder, Colorado. Um, I had a question. I have my prototype ready and I'm about to apply for a patent. What do I need to know to get a good patent? Thanks so much. Denise, there are two kinds of patents. One is a design patent and one is a use patent. You have to figure out what is the great strength of your product. Is it about how people use it or is it about it has a special design that hasn't been done before? Each of those will cost you an equal amount of money and it's a different process. So when you go to your attorney, be very clear as to what the benefit of your product is and make sure they're giving you the right kind of patent for either a use patent or a design patent. And if the attorney is telling you you need both, it's very unlikely. Question them on that because that doubles their fee and you don't want to put more money out than you have to. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Our executive producer is Sandy Smolens for Audiation. Our mixer is Dave Savage. Chris Peterson is Senior Vice President of Podcasts for iHeartRadio.